0: I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, Wellprinters, and welcome back to another episode of the Wellprinter Online Podcast. This week, I'm talking to Liz Frazier— a health coach focusing on working with corporate executives dealing with issues around stress and anxiety. For 23 years, Liz worked in corporate IT sales before retraining as a health coach. And the reason that I like this interview with Liz, and I think you're going to find it really interesting, is because she just started her health coaching business in 2013. So she's quite new to making this transition into health coaching. And she's really going to open up to us about what's working for her and what key things she's done to grow her business online. So some of the things we're going to talk about during our interview today are how to define your audience, your ideal client, and to decide what format of content you're going to produce, whether you want to write blog posts or do audio or do video. Liz has some really interesting insights into how to choose the type of content you want to produce. We're also going to talk about how to decide which topics your audience wants to read about, which is so important, right? So you don't spend your time writing blog posts and recording videos that nobody's actually interested in. And then we'll talk about why just-in-time learning is super important for small business owners. We'll also share how Liz simplifies her social media. And then we get into our favorite productivity tools with loads of resources you can go uh, look at yourself after the podcast and a list of our very favorite podcasts. So I know my I, my iPhone is absolutely filled with podcasts. I love to listen to them on the go or when I'm cooking or when I'm working out. And if you're starting to get into podcasts too, I think you'll really like some of the suggestions that we have. So I'll jump into the interview with Liz in just a minute. But first, I'd like to give a couple of shout outs to people on iTunes who have left a review. So NNG said, the podcast is very informative, substantial and full of entertaining interviews. And May says, Amanda is brilliant and extremely knowledgeable and has a knack for teaching, explaining material in an accessible way. Well, thank you. And then Lori said, Amanda really knows her stuff. She's created a successful blog and in this podcast, she shares all of her tips for growing a successful business online. In addition, she's asked other successful business owners to contribute their tips and tricks to growing a thriving business. Thanks for creating this podcast. Well, thank you so much, Lori. Maybe I should hire you to do my marketing. I really appreciated that review. So if you haven't had a chance to leave a review yet, it's actually the number one thing you can do to help me out to grow the podcast. So if you just hop over to iTunes, click subscribe and leave me a rating or a review, I'd be really appreciative. And the last thing to tell you is that I'm running a five-day blogging challenge on my site. It's completely free, and it takes you through a process to be able to write content that your clients are going to love and share to build your audience. So if you'd like to take part in the five-day blog challenge, you can go to wellpruneronline.com slash challenge. Okay, now let's jump into this conversation with Liz Brazier. So today I'm talking to Liz Brazier, who I'm very excited to talk about because we're going to be talking about all kinds of online marketing, including podcasting, which is something that we haven't talked about on this show before. So hi, Liz. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Amanda. And it's awesome to be on your show. Thank you for inviting me. So where are you in the world
1: today? (laughs) Well, right now I'm in Alparam, New Zealand.
0: Mm, And I bet it's nice and warm, a bit warmer than London, I'm guessing.
1: Yes, I mean,
0: it is. It's spring, summertime down here. And it's, of
1: course, I'm here because of my family, but the, the warmer weather, because I'm normally based on the, the northeast of the U.S., just like London. A bit cold. So, hey, down under is where I am.
0: Yeah, because I, I noticed that on your website that you said you split your time between New York and New Zealand. And I thought, oh, that's such a nice perk of of running yeah. your business online and working with clients remotely.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a great thing about technology. Sometimes we're like, oh, no,
0: technology can track you down anywhere.
1: However, it's also a wonderful thing that we can be, whether it's Skype or email or, you know, it has so many ways, but you and I are talking right now. It's just, mm. it's wonderful. Just got to figure out the time zone. Sometimes my brain doesn't always get it, Amanda, but <laughs> <laughs> next, thankfully
0: we have technology tools for that as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, Liz, for people that aren't familiar with you, could you just give a quick summary of your business and who you work with and what you do? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So hi, everyone. I have a business, a health coaching business. I'm a certified health coach, and that's a new thing for me as I've had 23 years, gosh, 20 plus years in corporate IT computer sales. So that was kind of my background. And then, you know, through sort of an illness and just interested in the whole health and wellness and fitness industry, I became a certified health coach in 2013. And I also knew I wanted my business to be location independent because like Amanda said, um, I spend time in the New York, New Jersey area and I also want to spend, you know, some extended time in New Zealand. So I'm all about offering my coaching packages but doing it remotely. So I do that via Skype and uh, whether that's you know a face-to-face via Skype or, or just voice. And what I'm really focusing on, Amanda, for my clients is really helping them around the whole stress and anxiety and not waiting for some day because I really got in sync with kind of some of my history was, you know, waiting till you're the perfect weight, you're in the perfect relationship, you have the perfect finances, all the perfect job, you know, to be living the life you want. And I've come from, you know, working in corporate America in the New York area. And that's a very stressful, Always working environment, and I really wanted to help you know, corporate executives and and busy entrepreneurs with that whole energy, time, and management and put that into the whole health side of things so mm-hmm. that's
0: me. Yeah great and I think for that demographic for working with busy entrepreneurs they really take well to the Skype format too because they don't have to spend time to go to an appointment right they can just call you from their office or wherever they are from their car or. Exactly like, you
1: know living in London I mean you know you're stuck in traffic and mm-hmm. you know getting around is not easy so how you know wonderful just to be able to fit it into your, to your busy schedule but you know to make it work for you on, on the time that works for you.
0: Let's talk a bit about online marketing can you tell us a little bit about your client funnel or how you the different ways that people find you and and come into your world yeah absolutely I mean there's a few few different ways
1: I do have a website lizbrazier.com so I definitely recommend you know having a website I'm all about customizing putting your own brand and your own face on it you know whatever you feel comfortable with but definitely you know have that website at least as a place to point back to because I think it does show a level of professionalism by having the website What I really do to build my community and to build awareness around my message is I have a podcast show. It's called the Live Your Life Now Show. So I also have a URL, liveyourlifenowshow.com. It's a little bit easier to remember than lizbrazier.com. So liveyourlifenowshow.com is my podcast. And that also just routes back to the lizbrazier.com website. And, you know, in that podcast, I talk a lot about come on over to that website, you know, get on the insiders list, you know, with free tips around
0: taking control on your life. So how did you decide on a podcast? (laughs)
1: because it's not, you know, it's not that
0: I don't see that many health coaches going that route. So I think that's really creative.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I was just exposed to this whole online world, you know, I had no clue because I'd worked for, you know, very large PC computer companies, so I never had to have my own website and, you know, I dabbled in Twitter, but, you know, I had my own personal Facebook page, but it was like this whole online world, I was like, oh my gosh there is so much out there then there's LinkedIn and Pinterest and Instagram and and as I wanted to learn about online and marketing and, you know, what my brand was, I came across a podcast and so I loaded it on my iPhone and I just became addicted to them because it also helped me when I was you know I was doing a bit of travel around the world at that time on planes or and also it motivated me a bit when I was working out so I just really enjoyed it and I also knew from I had a very strong 20 plus year sales background I love talking to people and mm-hmm. I just knew with a podcast,
0: that was what you do. You're talking, Yeah. You're on the sales. So I always met people, so interviewing. You know. Yeah, that's such a good point, Liz, because I think, you know, people think, oh, I have, you know, I've got to write or I've got to blog, you know, a couple times a week and I'm not a very good writer. And I think what you said is just, it's such a good point because you should play your strengths. So like you knew that you were good at talking to people and having conversations. And so it's just natural that you do podcasts. Yeah. Do you do video too?
1: I do do a video. I have a YouTube channel. I've got about 20 or so videos up there and I was you know I started off doing the weekly written blog wasn't Mm -hmm. that long I'm not not naturally a writer I do believe Mm -hmm. if you write more often you'll get better Mm -hmm. you know it is a skill you can develop and I was doing a weekly YouTube video kind of repurposing the same content because I know some people like to watch videos some like to read so yeah I've been doing less of that because I'm now doing two podcasts a week. So I probably do about two videos a month versus, you know, four or five. And the videos are like, you know, two to two to five minutes versus a podcast show is, you know, half half an hour to 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I mix it up because I do also like the video as well as another way to get your brand out there. But mm-hmm. I agree. Like you say, it's figuring out what works for you. So
0: did you say you're doing two
1: podcasts a week? Yes, I am. I release them on Sunday and Thursday in the U.S. time. So wow, I'm,
0: uh, I'm impressed. <laughs> That's a lot of <laughs> podcasting. That's it fabulous. is, it is.
1: And I think I'm going to change it a little bit where I was, sometimes they've always, they've been always pretty much interviews. I've done about three solo shows, but I think I'm going to do one's going to be a solo show and one's going to be an interview. Mm-hmm. So, and so the solo show may be more like a 15 minute, 20 minute, and the interviews are normally more half an hour to 40 minutes.
0: With any kind of online marketing, whether you're blogging or doing videos, the key really is trying to make sure that the content you produce is really resonating with your ideal client, right? So you're making something that's going to attract the right kinds of people into your pipeline. And so when you were thinking of starting your show, how did you go about, you know, figuring out what you were, what you were even going to podcast about and figuring out what, you know, who to interview and how to make this interesting to your potential clients?
1: Yeah, I mean, great question and is evolving. And I will say to anyone listening, just do it. Don't overthink it as well, mm-hmm. because you won't have it all perfectly figured out when you start out. But, you know, I had done a, done a course, a Marie Folio B school course, business school course online.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that talks a lot about this whole mindset of the customer avatar. And I'd never heard of the word avatar other than you know, the movie. Doesn't seem like <laughs> it's a big word in New Zealand, the avatar word. But in the marketing world, it's very big to think about basically you know, get in your customer's head. So I was trying to figure out who my customer is and trying to figure out also what my skills, you know, where I came from, which was a very, you know, stressful corporate world. Great money, but not much of a, you know, a life, so to speak. So Mm -hmm. I was sort of balancing that up and just trying to think what resonates with me, you know, and what what struggles, because that's another thing is what's your story? What's really key is what is your unique story? I mean, yes, there's a lot of health coaches in the world, but there's no health coach like you with your story. So what's your story? Who's your customer? Get in their head. What do they read? What do they think about? And, you know, how do you like to deliver it? So that was kind of where I went. I think I've, I'm evolving it as I go along, as I'm realizing I'm starting to work more with some entrepreneurs and maybe some of the corporate IT executives I thought I'd be working with to begin with, but
0: but that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. If somebody's interested in getting started in podcasting, are there some good resources that you used when you started to learn what to do or something you can point yeah.
1: people to? Great question, Amanda. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things. Thanks to good old uh, technology and the internet, the World Wide Web, you can sort of Google anything. I mean, there's a lot of free things on YouTube So and free things by, you know, how to Start podcasting. I'm a huge fan fan of Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. Yeah, He's pretty,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the reason why I started a podcast, and he has some free podcasting tutorials. As does Cliff Ravenscraft, who's called the Podcast Answer Man, and also John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. So there's a lot of great tools out there on YouTube, or you know, a three or four dollar ebook. I know John Lee Dumas has one. He again has Entrepreneur on Fire which is just a huge podcast that's taken off. So there are things like that, you know, just can be a little investment of, you know, four or five dollars or the free YouTube videos. Or there are some courses as well you can do. John Lee Dumas has um Podcast Paradise that you can join and be part of that community. So there's people there to help and support you. And there's people that really do want to help and support you. It's not a cutthroat like, I don't know, I just find with this whole online media or entrepreneurs, there's just such a big world out there where you just want to help and support people.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that. It's really like there's really this sense of abundance, like everyone's willing to help each other and, you know, help you send you traffic and help you with guest posts and help you build your list. It's really nice, actually. Um, I think
1: that was a big change for me because I, you know, I came from the corporate world and I've always i i been a very helpful, nice person. But mm-hmm. I came from that corporate cut- cutthroat, you know, what's your quota every quarter and what's your numbers? And, and then I came into this online world and I was like, really? These people want me to do well? You know, but won't their customers be my customers? Won't we, you know, mm-hmm. aren't we taking from each other? And then I realize there's an abundant world out there, and you know, thanks to technology and a website, you can you can get your message out beyond your community, or you can yeah. use technology to really promote yourself in your community if your business is location focused. So
0: mm-hmm. lots mm-hmm. of great things. So let's talk podcasts a little bit. Do you have any? Yes. What are your favorite podcasts? We can compare notes if people oh my want to start listening. God, to out of control.
1: Well, smart <laughs> passive income. Yes, I've uh, got that one. I'm
0: looking at my iPhone right now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. My iPhone is out of control. I also really love Lewis Howes, The School of Greatness. And I find that really, insp- so that's Lewis Howes on The School of Greatness. Oh, I don't like know it. that one. Yeah, really inspirational around, you know, he asked the question like, how do you define greatness and, and go do something great? So I just like that from a whole inspirational point of view. I'm a huge fan of Natalie Sisson, the suitcase entrepreneur, because I yes. love location-independent businesses and being, you know, she's a freedom fighter and chief adventurer. You yeah. Know, I really enjoy her show. Let me second.
0: Uh, let me second that one because I just love both <laughs> Natalie's book and her podcast. I think she's so inspirational and just full of great ideas on traveling, which is something that I love. Taking your business on the road, so definitely everyone should download her podcast. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: I love Andrea Owen, Your kick Life. She just came up with a book, 52 Ways to a kick Life, and she's a, a health coach, certified coach, so I really enjoy her show. Oh, gosh, I do change them around. John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire, mm-hmm. uh, Srini. Here's some really different and interesting people on. Oh, my God, there are so many. I know I'm going to be missing someone. <laughs> no, that's better. fine.
0: And I've been listening recently to Amy Porterfield's Online mm. Marketing Made Easy. She's kind hey. of a Facebook expert, so I've been listening to hers and for a little bit a little bit different there's this one it's quite a long podcast like an hour per episode but there's one called on being right. by america pub american public media and it's just kind of a relaxing spiritual it's like kind of an intellectual podcast all about like spirituality but not religious just kind of it's very inspiring mm. and kind of gives you insight into people's lives I really like that one too
1: okay so great I don't know Amanda thank you I would definitely yeah and I, I second Amanda Porter, uh, sorry Amy Porterville Field cl- a classic but yeah on being thank you <sighs> there's just so out. many
0: anyway once people start getting into the podcast world you just it gets all filled yeah. up and that's all you start listening to I've almost stopped it, listening it to music I just listen. I know to <laughs>
1: Bye. <laughs> And it's great, like for the health coach listening. There's, you know, there's, you know, go to podcast. You can click on business, but you can also click on health, and then you can scroll down to the very bottom. We're talking about iTunes here, and you can click on subcategories like self help, you know, you know what or whatever you know, inspires
0: inspires you. So, just quickly, what about equipment and things? Did you buy a lot of equipment when you started podcasting?
1: You know, I didn't initially. I was thought I was going to buy like the a thousand dollar package. You know, there is definitely a, a higher end package that Cliff Ravenscroft the podcast answer man recommends but i went with a pretty medium i don't know that i use a blue yeti i think it's near a hundred dollars on amazon mm-hmm. my pop filters like i don't know 15 20 i think that's it i mean there's i use audacity which is free yeah my recording software may have cost 20 for the year and just so so no it doesn't have to be that expensive with you know you do definitely want to get a good quality mic
0: i think it's, it comes <laughs> back to what you said before like you just need to start really.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Just get, Yeah. Just get started yeah, with what you have and then see if if it turns into something that you're just fall in love with, then you can start investing in the in the equipment. But you know, yeah, it's more important just to get started.
1: So, so true. It's just, just do it. Don't overthink it. You know, get those first few episodes out. Yeah, there could be some sound issues, the wrong frequency. Who knows? But hey, at least you're doing it. So mm-hmm. just inviting you want to, to, to give it a go.
0: So how do you drive people back to your website then? To Or is
1: yeah. that what
0: you do during your podcast? Ask yep. people to go sign up.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So I have some audio pre-recorded. I, I got some professional audio done and it talks about, you know, get on the insiders list, come over to the liveyourlifenowshow.com, you know, for tips around, you know, taking control of your life or less anxiety, more time. So that's sort of kind of an intro and outro that's mentioned. Obviously before I kind of start my interview I, I'll, I'll mention and right now like i've got it lizbrazier.com forward slash listener you know come over if you leave me a review i'm going to give you like a free little ebook on my top tips mm, you know, around mm-hmm. sleep and health and you know how to deal with overwhelm and escalations so you know just try and give some you know quality free things away so i think keeping the consistency of, of the message mm-hmm. uh so that's that's what I, I i do and so that's what it's all about really is building my community and, and just adding value
0: yeah so liz when you got started because you said you You graduated from IIN just earlier this year. Is that right? Mm -hmm. 2013? Yeah.
1: Actually, it was in July 2013. Oh, right. Graduated. So that's not that long ago. Oh, well, go you. You're just like on fire. (laughs) Yeah. Well, luckily six months into the course, you can start taking on clients. So that's... But that was July. So I, and I started my podcast in September 2013, but I was already working on it back in July.
0: Right. Yeah. So when you first started, even before you graduated, when you were trying to get your business going and get clients and start to get people on your email list, how did you get started? Do you have any tips for people that are looking at an email list with 10 people on it and? Can be quite discouraging at that point. So we've all been
1: yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, totally, and totally, and a lot of people on my list are still friends and family. You know, they probably won't be, well, they unlikely to be my potential clients. But I started off with a monthly newsletter, and I started that oh gosh, a year ago, and it was just a way for me to kind of involve with what my message around what I wanted to share around health. And you know, initially it started off to be quite focused around diet or nutrition. And I just found I am more evolved around helping people with, you know, more time or energy. So definitely I, I recommend getting to that practice, whether it's every two weeks or every month, you know, the newsletter out to your community. And again, if you're just writing for your parents and your and your family, that's okay. It's getting that discipline and just getting, and getting that out And because you're also, you want to be adding value. So that's definitely what I started doing was, was writing a newsletter. And I was just sharing tips because... Initially, I wasn't really sure how I was going to take clients on, you know, what I was going to offer. So, mm-hmm. and then as I suppose, you know, four or five months into it, I started putting together some coaching packages. For me, I just sort of figured out I like the idea of a, a coaching package over, say, a, maybe a, a two-month period or a six-week or a shorter time. Because I'm focused on busy people, I've mm-hmm. got a, a six-month package or a year package would probably freak people out. And freak people out, I mean, just like, you know, they're the busy, they can only sort of focus, they need help and support right now. So that was kind of, you know, what I put together. So I would advertise that in my newsletter. And I also started doing a webinar. So I do a monthly webinar. It's just half an hour because, again, I promote it to busy people. You know, Mm it's quick tips. And uh, I promote my coaching package there as well. That's some of the things I do. I started a Facebook page. And, of course, I got on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. But I will say just pick the social media that works you. So what you like. So don't get freaked out. You've got to be on all these things because you're just spreading yourself too thin. So Facebook is what you love or Pinterest, pick it and just run with it.
0: That's such a good point because I think we all feel like, oh, there's this new shiny social media program and you want to go out and and try it and that's fine. But to consistently promote your business it's so much about consistency right and showing up there on a regular basis and providing valuable information and you can't do it on every single platform no you
1: can't and it's just too much for yourself and uh yeah so you know keep it simple stupid (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a good message
0: yeah the right answer a lot of times is just you know, well, how much can you do consistently and just do that? <laughs> Rather than just following people's advice to be like, you have to update three times a day or something. It just might not yeah. be practical. What social media do you like, Amanda? I really ah. like Facebook, Good. but that's, that's changing because mm-hmm. I've found Facebook to be really successful. But then recently they've changed their algorithms so that it's really hard to get your message out. So if you're posting on your page A lot of people might not see it.
1: Yeah, it's very disappointing when you post and only
0: five people see your post. Exactly. So I've been changing a bit. Actually, my biggest traffic source on my site is Pinterest. Yeah, that's great. So I've kind of given myself permission recently to spend more time on Pinterest, which is really fun, actually. Yeah. (laughs) I I love it. Yeah.
1: I think Google Plus is somewhere I'm going to hang out a bit more because I see with the tie-in with YouTube, I'm starting to see a lot more people on Google Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a Google person, you know Gmail and all the different Google yeah. tools. And I tell you, before a year ago, I had no idea what Google, how much Google offered. You know, I knew about Gmail and Google Search. My gosh, oh, it's
0: brilliant <laughs> keywords, actually. Analytics, yeah, yeah, the keywords, and then the calendar. I use the calendar which mm-hmm. integrates with my online scheduling tool, and then their documents. Is great yeah. for sharing documents with people or creating little surveys oh they're brilliant yes so we're kind of getting to the end of our chat here but i was wondering if you had any favorite online resources or tools things that you really love to run your business
1: oh my god sure. so many well amanda google calendar huge yes fan. i mean love it. any cloud calendar just it can synchronize and i also i Really like a tool and there's so many different tools with the calendar, like you're mentioning. Like, so you can go to lizbrazy.com forward slash calendar. And you can see times I've got available for different appointments. So that really helps my client. It also helps me because I'm in different time zones. You know, I'm in yeah. New Zealand right now, but a few months time I'll be back in the U.S. Or So that can just, you know, help with what you can block it. And I also know Friday afternoons, not my most productive time. Mm. So I generally don't take client calls then. What tool do you use for that? I use something called VCITA, V-C-I-T-A. But I think I, I've heard Schedule Once is very good. That's what I, just, I use. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about Schedule Once. So... I think it was just me being not knowing what I'm doing and I was pl- putting some plug in on my WordPress site and this opportunity, you know, so, and hey, it works. It syncs my Google calendar. So I do love that. I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan of Evernote and also Wonderlist.
0: Yes. Ooh, Wonderlist. I'm a huge yeah. Evernote fan, but I don't know about Wonderlist. Okay.
1: So Evernote, you know, I think like you say, you're a huge fan. It's probably well known, you know, great way to put lots of different topics and I don't know. Just everything, you know, that's on your mind. And it really helped me with this whole online world because I'd be listening to a podcast. Like, oh my God, I've got to know about Pinterest. I've got to know about this. I've got to know about that. Oh, I better. So I could just do like a little category of Pinterest and just put a URL because I'm a big believer because I'm all about time management is finding out about things on a need to know basis. So right at that moment in time, I had a good, you know, there was a good article that about Pinterest, but I didn't need to know about that right now. So I could just sort of put that into my Evernote. And I think that's really important for people listening because what happened, when we take on this whole new world of health coaching or online marketing, so much new comes into us and we can lose our focus. So I really use Evernote to kind of park stuff that I know, oh, what I need to know about that, I can go back to it. Oh, I need to know how to learn to do a webinar or I need to know how to get an online calendar. I'll go back to something that I've yes. seen somewhere
0: yeah, so, that yeah. is such a good point. I think I learned about that concept of like just in time learning. I learned about that first from the guys that do the Internet Business Mastery podcast, which I listened to for a couple of years when I was first getting started. And yeah. Evernote's a perfect tool for that because that's how I use it too. I've got the little web the web clipper in my browser. Do you have that? I don't. That's fabulous. Oh,
1: I'm you need school. to get I'm that. A- yeah.
0: yeah, go get your little web clipper in your browser because then you just click it and it just saves a snapshot of the web page so that then you can go back and search it later. You know, when you finally decide that you want to go look up Pinterest stuff or or whatever it is. So I've got it's kind of my it's become like my memory almost. You know, my everything I want to do and all the interesting. Instead of bookmarking things, they all go in Evernote. It's brilliant.
1: And you upgrade to the premium version. Yeah,
0: I did. Yeah, I haven't done that and it's. I think I'm a, I'm
1: about days away from doing that cuz it's just so valuable.
0: I just started and it syncs across all my devices, which is great. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's
1: just great. fabulous, fabulous.
0: And then the other tool is
1: Wonderlist, which is similar but it's really more that list taking or that to-do list and you can put it in cat- in categories. So, you know, it can be for your business and uh, you know, in grocery shopping or but it's just more that whole list taking and I find um even though you could type it into Evernote, it just has a little bit more smarts around grouping different lists oh, and right. you can share it with people and you know you can be in your yeah It's yeah, just a, i know i just kind of like the way it's, it's structured a little bit more it's wonderlist. it's with it's spelled, spelled w u wonderlist.
0: Wonderlist, okay yeah. and if and if people are into online tools this is great because you and i sound very much on the same page with all these online tools some people that i talk to are like no we don't really use anything and just keep it simple but I, I guess it's from working in technology both of us are just really into this whole the gadgets and the tools yeah uh, yeah,
1: exactly. but, and then with me traveling I can't you yeah. know it's, it's easier to have something like you know a new phone that synchronizes with your laptop so that if you're not who knows what device you've got with you you can look something up
0: and change it yeah. exactly and if people are interested in more tools I'd say that Natalie Sisson's books actually really awesome for recommending different Let's tools to, to manage DFLA. your business on the go and
1: I think she just put a video out with like a top five tools I know like Hoot Suites, one of them. And yeah, mm. I totally recommend Natalie's book. And uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to interview her on my podcast show. So a great lady. I'll
0: have to go listen to that. So Liz, what's next for you? What kind of exciting projects are you working on?
1: First, I just launched with a sponsor on my podcast show, so that's exciting,
0: mm-hmm. and that's
1: for the health coach listing, that's a, a, another way that you can have a little bit of an income stream. So that's for December, January, and February into 2014. And I am promoting my No More Days coaching package, so that is a basically a, a four-week or four-session coaching package over a six-week period, helping people around that you know, waiting for that uh, someday to do something, so kind of helping and inspiring them in that area. But for 2014, I definitely want to put out a book, an ebook, and around living your life to the fullest and, and living your life now and, again, not waiting for someday. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get actually writing a bit more. And yeah, I'll also be doing some more webinars. Of course, I love doing that discipline of a monthly webinar, it's just a great way to put some quality content together and you know figure out what resonates with your community. Yeah, you know, what mm-hmm. subject makes sense? So mm-hmm. right now it's around you know taking control of your life, more energy because it's sometimes the holiday season can bring a lot of dread into our lives.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. So if we want to come, if if people listening want to come find you or listen to your podcast or come to one of your webinars, where can they find you?
1: Fantastic, thank you for asking that. And I think <laughs> the best thing is a liveyourlifenowshow dot com. So liveyourlifenowshow.com. Okay. You could also search live your life now show if you're on iTunes or Stitcher or Blackberry for the, for the podcast. But liveyourlifenowshow.com, and that will route to my LizBrazier website. But everything's there. I'm on Facebook and Twitter, and I do love social media. So <laughs> Instagram is one of my favorites too. So
0: yes, yeah, great. Well, I'll put all of that in the show notes too, so people. Thank and just go back and click through directly to your site so thanks so much for taking the time liz it's been great talking to you
1: it's been great to be on your show amanda and i just wish your listener all the best and just just do it thank you
0: yeah thanks Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Wellprinter Online Podcast. I hope you got really inspired by that list of all the podcasts and tools that we shared. I know after my conversation with Liz, I went and downloaded a whole bunch of stuff and and have new tools and podcasts to play with. So I hope you do too. If you haven't had a chance yet, the number one way that you could support me in reaching more people with this podcast is to go into iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating or a review. And if you leave a review, I'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Also, just remember, I've got that free five-day blogging challenge available on my site so that you can go through a process to develop content that your ideal clients are going to love and share. If you'd like to take part in the five-day blog challenge, you can go to wellprinteronline.com challenge. And for all of the links and everything that we talk about in this podcast, you can get those in the show notes, which will be at wellprinteronline.com podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and I can't wait to see you back here next week for another episode.